Go Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. I hate when I get hair on my arm and I can't really find where it is mm. because it's camouflaged <laughs> to my arm. That flesh tone to blonde color combo is too much for you. Yeah. I shed a lot. Oh, me too. So sorry to like anyone who's ever in my presence, really. Oh, I feel like it's a gift. Like I always leave something behind oh, for mm-hmm. you in I your always, car. I'm always convinced that then like somehow if I'm like some like if I'm in an Uber or something and then that Uber like causes a crash, like then they're going to like find my DNA and I'm going to get like accused of something because I'm like constantly <laughs> leaving DNA all over the place. You caused the car crash? <laughs> I don't know. Like it's like someone's existing? accidentally murdered or something. In the, okay. I don't know. I just I'm always like, God damn it. They're going to find my hair. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I'm having a week. Um, okay. I'm not into it. I mean, so I far. haven't really seen you this week, so I do feel like you are having a yeah, week. Yeah, I'm having a week. My car has been in the shop. I'm living my lift life, which don't know that I love. Eric's filming an episode, so I'm basically a single parent. <sighs> I'm trying. I'm giving it my all. Mm-hmm. Am I doing it well? Probably not. <laughs> but I'm literally like, <laughs> I don't have a car. Let's hope nothing happens that I need a car because I don't have one. It's a all problem. Right. I mean, well, I only live a mile away. I know. I appreciate that. Maybe. I would pick you up. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, so far, so good. Knock on wood. Things are happening. But what I'm saying is I need this time for us to, to just, just talk get, about things. To talk about things that are not related to the bullshit of my life right now. Yeah. Oh, speaking of like of bullshit, being an adult but oh. not being a, an adult, mm-hmm. I sent you dead uh, my next weekend and my planner. First of all, you have a planner. Love. Yeah, because I don't. I don't like how my iPhone calendar also connects to my work calendar, mm. so I I just want to keep it work stuff. But you can create a doctor's ca- appointments. You can create a separate calendar. I know. I also just would like to see it on paper. Understand? Because if, if totally someone asks understand. me like, "Hey, can you practice on this date?" I like, I don't know. I just want to see it. Somewhere. You also need to make that noise of the like. Yeah, it makes me feel more important. Even though I only have like two things a week tops. <laughs> you like scrolling outside of work. Nothing in there. Yeah, at all. I have blank pages. Yeah. I'm not cool. Uh-huh. But my next weekend is insane. insane. It's like it's like an eight year old dream weekend. Put a, yeah, updated yeah. the planner for for me. <laughs> They're like Friday you're going to Disneyland. Saturday you're going to see Jay Z and Beyonce. Sunday you're going to go to Disneyland. <laughs> I was like, that life. That, that's the life I'm gonna live. You were also watching Disney fairy tale weddings when that's you sent me that photo. Partially what I'm gonna fangirl over. Oh, please do. So I've watched it before, mm-hmm. but I realized I was a little behind because they decided to do a full season of Disney's fairy tale weddings is on this Freeform. Like, okay, I was gonna say, is this a life? It's not a very good show, but I love that. What I actually love about it, because I would never get married at Disney, mm-hmm. but what I love is that people spend so much money. To get married at 6 a.m. in the morning. 6 a.m. Because they have to get married in front of the castle before the park opens, or they have to get married in Epcot before the park opens. Like, there's a time crunch on your wedding. It is tightly scheduled. And for the show, they make everything extra special, and it's pretty awesome. So do you think those people are just, like, getting up at midnight? Like, do you have to adjust your schedule for that day? Oh, yeah. There was a the woman... So she was obsessed with pink. She was like, my wedding's going to be pink, blah, blah, blah. Okay. She was up at 2 a.m. getting her hair done. Yeah. And then she was brought out to the castle early so a guy could show her that they displayed the 
lighting pink just for her against the castle. Okay. He was like, this is customized just for you. And I was like, that is a straight up lie. Totally lie. I go to Disneyland and they always put a pink purple light Cute. against it at night. Yeah. So whatever. Uh-huh. But she, yeah, she's up in the middle of the night doing all of that stuff. And then like, but your whole family's got to be up in the middle yes. of the night. Yes. <laughs> your entire wedding party is up at 3 a.m. getting ready for your oh wedding God. at dawn. Oh my God, your dawn wedding. So I don't, I never want to get married, but if someone's having a Disney wedding, please invite me because I would love to know what that experience is Absolutely. like. I would love to be a part of it because you get to ride in the carriage and stuff too, right? Only the bride oh. if you're doing a castle But one. you're straight but up out only, of it. You get to go down Main Street and nobody's there. Absolutely. How cool is That's that? That's amazing. I mean, you're living a TGIF episode is yeah. basically what you're living, but way fancier. I will fancier. say I'm very against people getting married in the America Pavilion of Epcot. Mm, like, why? You're in America. Like, oh, do it anywhere mm-hmm. Do it else. in any other country. You do, I don't know. You're at Disney World and that's what you pick. Someone also did one yesterday at Fort Wilderness. Oh. That's fun. Interesting. Their reception was in the place where they do the hoop doo review. Interesting. So I guess I just assumed that you could only really do it in front of the castle. If you got money, you can do it anywhere. Hmm. It just depends on timing. Dreams. Aspirations. Is that all you're fangirling over? Uh, yeah, I'm still watching American Horror Story season one. I'm terrified. Almost through it. Mm-hmm. Pretty into it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I get why everyone loved it in like 2011. You didn't get it at first, so now you understand. Yeah. Great. Hopeful. What are you fangirling over? <sighs> you know... Stuff and things. Um, first Always. of all, yeah, my uh, my girlfriend who runs the Skin Sisters Instagram account asked me today what she should talk about um, in her sort of like Ask Skin Sisters, and I, no joke, had a straight up list of 35 things instantly. I was just like, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? And she was it's like, like mir- skin miracles, I'm overwhelmed. Please? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you're welcome. There's your free content. Um, no, so I... Again, we're in this weird sort of like limbo phase before uh, fall TV, but I was like getting ready, mm-hmm. getting my DVD, my DVD, my DVR <laughs> tight. I run a tight ship with my DVR. I don't like to have things that I like I'm not going to watch or that I have watched cluttering it up. And so I was like going through organizing, like changing the prioritization because like some things are on at the same time. And I noticed that there was a This Is Us six-minute preview what? for the new season. I have not seen this. Okay, well, I don't. it must have been on regular television because it recorded. I had no idea. I watched it. I cried. Immediately. <sighs> like, immediately. It was also sort of an ad for New Amsterdam, which is, you know, because sure. it'll lead into that or whatever. And I was like, okay, am I into this? I don't know. Yeah, you are. Tears. Like, it seemed so emotional. And, like, Sterling K. Brown did the whole thing. And then you, like, see Mandy Moore and look in that great hair. And we're going to, like, we're going to Vietnam. We're full on going hmm. to Vietnam. Okay. I mean, with, like, in the past yeah, for the I know. war. But, but I, then, I don't know if I'm excited about that. Like, how many movies and TV have done that? Yes. But, I mean, now we're. But it's going to relate to a story in the future. I was going to say, it's we're, we're looking more. at it through the eyes <laughs> of the Pearsons. No one's done that. It makes anything kind of interesting. I, mean, I not also Vietnam's heard interesting. they're, um, they're going to do, like, more first date yes. things backflashes. From her perspective. Flashback. Backflashes. Yes. What? <laughs> I like a backflash <laughs> um, from her perspective, yes, because we never got Rebecca's yes. perspective on it. So I'm like, in on that. Anyway, so six minutes, felt the emotion, felt the tear, loved it. And then I also was like kind of missing my sport TV life a little bit after Hard Knocks mm-hmm. ended. So I've previously watched the first two seasons of this show called Last Chance You. I think I fangirled over it before. But basically it was like the best junior college 
football team in America and they like get all these D1 recruits who like smoke a bunch of pot or fail out of school and then they come there to like regain eligibility. Very compelling. Season one, far superior to season two. They came out with a season three and I was like, mm, I don't need to know any more <laughs> about this. But I'm good. I'm good. But then I did like read a little bit more. Now they're doing the opposite. So it's like the worst junior college school in oh, the country. That, that I like. Yes. They had lost for like 20 seasons in a row. Like no games. They like didn't win a game. And they found this coach who he's a white guy, but he grew up in Compton. He was the only like white kid on his football team. He was a blood straight up. Oh, okay. And he went to jail, like whole thing. But he is this sort of motivational coach. And like, the one kid was like, oh, I thought he was black. When he called me on the phone, like, I thought How he was How is this not a movie? It, it should be a movie. <laughs> and you're like, I'm already like 13 minutes in. And I was like, oh, my God, is this better than season one? Like, so compelled. And you're like all excited for them to like do well. And, and then they don't. They lose. They get their ass kicked that. in the first game. And you were like, oh. oh. And it was just, there's so much going on. But the saddest, most like compelling moment this one kid, he was a really good football player, but his grades were shit. And, like, no one – he was like, oh, I'm not going to go to college. Like, this isn't me. And this coach's specialty is kind of, like, finding those kids. And he reached out to him and was like, no, like, come here. We'll give you a scholarship. And he was just like, no one in my family has ever graduated from high school, let alone gone to, gone to college. Uh -huh. So he's like, I just want to even know what that's like. So he goes – oh, by the way, this school is in Independence, Kansas. There okay. is nothing. Nothing going on in Independence, Kansas. So he gets there, and you can just tell he's kind of broken. And there's, you know, a teacher that's like, seems great and is going to help him. And she's like, before we even start talking, can you just give me like three positive words about yourself? And he can't do it. And it was like, oh, no. so tragic. And I was just, oh, so much going on outside of football at this school. And that's where I am. I'm only one episode in, already loving it. Wow. Only that was only one episode? one episode? I felt like I watched an entire season just <laughs> by having you explain I, it I was, to like, me. so compelled last night. You should have seen me. I was like, I don't want to watch American Horror Story. I'm scared. <laughs> so I was like, I'll distract myself. Last night I was like, you can only watch one just in case it gets scary so you can watch something Disney Fairytale Weddings yes. afterwards. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous. But we'll do it. It'll be great. It'll be fine. Yeah. That's all I'm fangirling over. I mean, I feel like that's a lot. It was a hefty load. It was a hefty load. Last chance you um, on on the Netflix. Those people with their great content. Wow. Do I need to watch that new Barb show? It's a like, movie? Is it a movie? It's a movie. I heard it's not good. Okay. I saw the promo for it and I was but like, But oh. that would not stop me from watching it. The so. key art I was really into. So I was yeah. like, wait, what? Do I need to watch this? All right. Maybe save me for myself. Okay. We are going to take a little bit of a break from TV. Kind of. Yeah. But still pop culture related. It was actually a request. It was a request. To talk about this. We go and talk about the mall. My love. The mall. The mall. Do you still shop at a mall? Like if you went home, so would the, you go to the mall? Oh, yeah. If you I do, go home, sure. I absolutely shop at the mall. Here's the thing. The Grove is a mall. What about the Galleria or Americana? Like that so is a time. This, this is the thing. California malls have the ability to be a little bit cooler because they can be outside. It's like an indoor-outdoor experience. And the Grove is a mall, but I don't really consider it a mall because there's I don't so much going on. A mall. But we go there a lot, and so it's like we're shopping at a mall. Am I buying things? I'm I going to the like farmer's market more. I feel like it's a shopping center. 
it's an experience. I know that they actually, like, the people that own it were very big on sort of making it an experience because they're like, people don't go to malls anymore. So you, like, there's movies. You can just sit in this, like, by this fountain with a blanket with your children, and it's lovely, and they, like, Mm -hmm. have the blankets. I don't know. It's weird. But, okay, so last week I mentioned that my mall is a special mall. So my mall is called Southdale. And it's now called Southdale Center. I don't know that it always was, but my mall is the first fully enclosed mall in the U.S. Oh, it's you the fancy. first inside mall in America. Because I knew people were going to be like, "Oh, you're from Minnesota. You're going to talk about Mall of America." Here's the deal: Mall of America. I've never been. Is Kind of garbage. It's kind of great, kind of garbage. Half the reason they put it there is because Minnesota doesn't have sales tax on clothing. Delightful. Love. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, So clothes are like already 10% cheaper than they are anywhere else. Um, But Southdale is a goddamn dream. So it opened in October of 1956, and it was designed by architect Victor Gruen. He was Austrian, and he was like a he, like, fled World War II. He was, like, a socialist. And he sort of envisioned the mall as a challenge to, like, car-centric America. So he sort of designed Southdale to, like, resemble some of the sort of pedestrian um, thoroughfares and walkways of Austria. And okay. over time, he de- he designed 50 malls. 50. Like, there's so mall many malls. Madness. Mall madness. Like, literal mall madness. But so when it opened in 1956, um, so it mimicked, you know, the outdoor scare- squares with plants hanging from the balconies and plenty of space for people to mingle. There was an atrium and there was a fish pond, large faux trees, and a 21-foot cage filled with birds. I remember <gasps> the aviary. Like, what? so that persisted for, like, at least 30 years. Yeah. And it was, it was a time. And... It is still, you know, malls are kind of, like, sad now, and they're needing to be, like, multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. But it was legit. And, like, I guess when the mall opened, 75,000 people came, like, day one to wow, see it. Wow, it's like Disneyland. I know. Bob Barker hosted a television show there. <gasps> like, it's, Not the price is right. Not the price is right. It's seen some things. Um, and it really hasn't changed that much. I mean, they've redone it. But it's a little slice of history but- there. But let's go back to Bob Barker. Okay. What show is he hosting? <laughs> um, I have to look it up. It was like in 1957. It's pre. Is it about the mall? No. Is it like a. a okay. No, okay. but like there are 20,000 people there. Um, oh, man. But Southdale. Oh. What's I, your mall? I had three malls Ooh. I could get to. Oh, yeah. I had a, I had a multitude of malls, but, but my that's favorite my favorite mall. mall is the Castleton Square Mall. Okay. It was bu- built in the early 70s. Ain't nothing special. <laughs> But that was my mall where I feel like most of my stores were. Uh-huh. I could also go to Mounds Mall okay. in Anderson, Indiana. I don't want to be mean, but it's the trashy mall. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's trash. And then you can go to Indianapolis and go to the Circle Center Mall, oh, which fancy is mall. only like mm, 25 minutes from Castleton. Oh, and then there's a Keystone Mall. There's a lot of malls. A lot of malls. But Castleton Square was my most frequented. So Mall Madness, speaking of, peaked in the 80s when there were 3,000 malls in the United States. And it's dwindled since then. To how many? I'm unclear. So There's sad. only 100 malls. Well, back to my, uh, my Victor Gruen, there is talk that he should be sort of like classified as the most influential architect of the 20th century because okay. he sort of shepherded in this notion of malls. And it like I love changed that. landscape. I love it too. It's like... Yeah, what was more influential? Like, everyone went to the mall. Everyone. Like, literally 
everyone. Great. Thanks, yeah. Victor. Great. Thanks, Vic. You did it. Okay, so we want to organize this by what were our favorite stores. This is our store-based episode. Our store-based, yeah. I was shocked that we only had one in common. I'm not because we're... Are you going to call me old? No, we're enough years <laughs> apart that, like, when I was going to the mall and really into this, you would have been into something different. Totally. You know what I mean? Fair, fair. That's fair. So I tried to break it up a little bit. Not These are our stores, but I tried to have it be not just, like, clothing Mine retailers. all clothing, I think. So, But I do have, like, a bonus option at the end. Ooh, love a bonus. Case. Okay, I'm going to start with... Probably not necessarily my favorite store, but the store that definitely has the majority of my money, Um, (laughs) and that is The Buckle. So The Buckle was part of Southdale's renovation in the early 2000s, and they put what I'm not kidding. This is what it was called. There was signage. It was called Trends on Top. Trends with a Z. Um, and that was like the top level of the mall. And it was all like teen Ew. focused. So it was like the buckle, journeys, like Pac Sun, like LinkedIn a bunch of that was stuff. trying to get me to be a sales associate at journeys. And I was like, <laughs> honestly, I'm still on that level. <laughs> uh, but so you would like take the escalator up there and like, and it was also on the same level as the um, food court. So it was just like so teen, convenient. Yeah, teen party. It was teen party up there. You'd see your trash friends. Like it was so great. Um, but quickly learned a little bit about the buckle. It began as a men's clothing store in 1948 in Kearney, Nebraska. What? How did we get there to silver jeans? <laughs> they started mm. selling women's clothes in the 70s and like, here we are. Um, but really, the buckle is just tightly aligned with silvers. Yeah, me. it was all about denim. All about denim. I also bought a lot of like boho tops in the early 2000s. And I'm not kidding. I spent all of my money there. You would go in. You'd be like, I need one pair of jeans. And you would walk out and you'd spend like $500 yeah. that you did not have. What I love about the buckle is I could always lo- – I never shopped there. Okay. I was not a fan okay. personally. Mm-hmm. But I could look at someone and be like, you shopped at the buckle. I was that person. 100%. You could tell. Yeah. I don't know if it's the color palette that yeah. they always chose because there's a lot of burgundies and yep. mustards. Which with my the jam. silver What is jeans. my jam? <laughs> yeah, that's, that makes sense. That's my palette. But it's like, oh, you – you went to the buckle. Yeah. And I had, you know, that super straight hair. Oh, yeah. With the, like, terrible straightener that you had back in the day that, like, fried the shit out of your hair. Like, I was that girl. I buckle was girl. The buckle girl. And I loved me some silvers. We've talked about this in the podcast. I, I don't like the buckle because they were very on top of you. Oh, my God. That's the why they have all my money. Leave me alone. Unbelievable. Like, that's why I was and just like, our okay. buckle was... On the smaller side, mm. so there was no escaping. We had a big buckle. Yeah, we just I just walked out. I couldn't <laughs> deal with the buckle. Maybe it's the mall's fault. Maybe it's the mall. It right. just never hit for me. What's your first story? Okay, I'm going to start with one, like, I'd say it's like five out of my top five. Okay. So I'm going to start with Gadzooks. Oh, my God. I think Gadzooks was in Trends on Top. <laughs> of, of course it was. <laughs> it just sounds like it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Gadzooks... It, if you remember, it had like a red neon light yep. outside of it. And apparently the logo always included a VW Beetle and the stores all had Beetles inside. This I don't have a memory of this. Like a full one or would it like come out of the wall? I think it's probably coming out of the yeah, wall. Yeah, okay. That sounds familiar. Like a fake Beetle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this was a mall-based teenage clothing store um, actually acquired by Forever 21 in 2005 and shut down. Why did they do they that? They shut it down. I think... 
competition? I don't know. But my roommate, Roger, works for Forever 21. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why did you guys do this? (laughs) I took it very personally. (laughs) Find out. Go to work and find out. But they just sold, like, trendy clothes, but a ton of graphic tees. In the sixth grade, I specifically had a reversible graphic tee. And I don't remember. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I don't remember what each side said. But one was, like, light blue with dark blue said something like princess. And then the other side was dark blue and with light blue letters said, like, 99% 99% angel. You know, yeah, something yeah. stupid. Uh-huh. But I thought it was the coolest. I know it was photographed for our town's paper when I was in the computer lab. <gasps> oh, my God. And I was like, so glad I'm wearing this T-shirt. Cindy Burris, find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a profile shot. It's not okay. that good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have short hand braces. Perfect. So it's awful, really. Extra but I find thought it. it was cool. Yeah. Um. So they... Originally did both men's and women's, switched to women's later. I don't what? know why. Okay. But a lot of Blink-182 shirts, yeah. a lot of just, like, dirty shirts, too. Mm-hmm. Not Spencer's dirty. Not but, Spencer's dirty. You know, no. But I was looking at a Bustle article that was, like, stores you miss from the 90s. And there was a quote that, if you were a dude who loved corn or a girl who rocked Jinko jeans, people could probably find you inside of a Gadzooks. <laughs> Nailed it. Accurate description. Because it was like slightly alternative, but not. Yes. Mainstream alternative. That's what it was. Fake alternative. Yeah. Little little Natalie shop alternative. (gasps) You did. Is that a thing? Maybe. You loved it. I we'll just stay in the clothing bandwagon here. Five seven nine. Never shopped there. Did you have one? I think we did briefly, but it was never a big thing. So it's funny. I felt like for a while it was a fever dream of mine because I don't remember anyone. I didn't know anyone really talked about it until you get Mean Girls and they shop at 246 or yeah. like 468 or whatever. And I was like, no, but that, that's 579, right? That's what we're doing. Um, so this is a rude description. 579 is a low to mid-end fashion retailer. It's being honest. Commonly found in malls throughout the continental united states rude i didn't feel like it was low what i don't know anyway so this was like my jam but probably before i probably shouldn't have been shopping there here's the thing i was five three when i was 10 that's how tall i am now yeah i was a giant um and so i had to shop i like was too big for like kids clothes like the limited two, which I know maybe we'll touch oh, on next, was not Let's my go. was not my jam because I was too I was already like too big, but I wasn't like big enough to be wearing like lady clothes, and so yeah, you still want to be cool, yeah. So this store was like right in my wheelhouse, but like not gonna lie, I kind of felt that pressure to stay in that nine range because that was all that they had five seven nine. I was reading about it today that the five seven nine of then is essentially akin to like a zero three five. Oh. Um, or like a one three five. Sizing makes no sense. No sense. Don't understand. But anyway, I bought so many chokers there. I like can see the choker. I like think I still probably own it somewhere. And I definitely bought my cream long sleeved <gasps> baby doll. This is my favorite outfit. dress for my fifth grade graduation there. I will get photos from my mother. Do you have the dress? Will it fit me? I might and probably, honestly. Um, but it was so cute and it was just like – it's like a 90s girl's dream because that was – Because I'm just picturing me in this dress with a choker and it's working. So uh, I'm wearing a choker in my fifth grade it. graduation. It's 1992. It's like prime time. Uh, like, And I'm just so looking good. cute. It's lace. I loved it. It was like maybe my favorite dress ever. And then I chose to wear my hair in a ponytail that day. Don't know why. It wasn't a cute mm. look. But I'll get a photo. But I loved – You learn. You know? We learned. <laughs> you live, you learn. And like 579 I think is kind of akin to like Contempo. Did you have Contempo? 
which was also Wet Seal. We had Wet Seal. Yeah. Well, it was like all in that same vein of sort of like, it was pre-Forever 21. That's what it was. Yeah. Like okay. fast casual clothes is basically what it is. Yeah. No memory of going to one. Well, so sorry for you. I missed out. Um, should and we talk about eBay? The limited two. Limited two. My life changing store. <laughs> the end. The end. I have a picture of the storefront saved to my desktop right now. Stop it. Yeah, because I got <laughs> so excited when I saw it. I just wanted to like live in it. Um blue skadoo from blues clues into the photo. <laughs> And go shopping. Perfect. So the Limited 2 was created by the Limited, makes sense, Yeah. in 1987, uh, targeting younger girls. Um, so from like late 80s to mid 90s, it w- like the number of stores increased from 2 to 288 oh, yeah. across took off. the country. Wildfire. And um, since like the mid 90s, though, like mid to late 90s kind of dwindled oh. to nothing, became justice. What? That is kind of like where all the young girls go now is justice. Oh, it's like know. very bright colors, a lot of glitter. Okay. But it's like tween brands incorporated. The most embarrassing so company. Embarrassing. Where do you work? Tween brands? Took over, made justice, blah, 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 until its acquisition by Dress Barn. No, no. How? Why? How does How does something so cool become this? That's so sad. Um. So there are now like 900 justice stores, no more limited twos. Limited Whoa. two did do a pop-up within the past year, but oh it was God. targeting like us. Yeah, like 30-year-old yeah, women. Here, like yeah. here's throwback Lisa Frank stuff. Like, oh, my God. So it didn't really work because that's not what limited two was. No. Limited two was creating its own stuff. It didn't have Lisa Frank in it. A lot of like sets of things. Oh, a lot of sets. <laughs> uh, you just was, got so excited. I mean, because I made a list of things I remember so there was really cool Zodiac t-shirts, did not get one, but mm. loved going to the table and just walking around looking at all of the images. Mm-hmm. Um, they did like athletic wear that was all navy, but you could get navy with like piping that was neon orange or green. Would wear right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Would wear right now. It was always like shorts or sports bra or like yep. t-shirt short. It was all cool. Mm-hmm. Windbreaker shorts. Oh, loved a windbreaker. Um, my Easter outfit that I begged for, it was a white button-up shirt and this blue and white checked long skirt. I can probably find a photo of it. Perfect. Um, a shirt I I love so much. I think I wore it in the second grade. It was brown, short sleeve button-up with, like, light blue and white daisies on it. Okay. They, they just made the coolest 90s stuff. Yeah. And my mom, bless her, has good taste and would always buy stuff that maybe, like, I wouldn't quite want like just looking at in the store because it's maybe too cool right and she would buy it for me and just like going there there's it was all glittery and colorful and the dressing rooms were cool there was even a photo booth where you could take a picture and be on a sticker oh yeah and my friend and I did it in junior high when we were too old to be shopping there anymore but we were inside of a denim pocket and it's one of my favorite (laughs) photos ever (laughs) okay correct me if I'm wrong the Limited and Express at some point, like, switched, like, who they were targeting. Because I feel like when I was younger, the Limited was more sort of, like... Business casual? No, I feel like Express was more business casual, and the Limited was more sort of, like, cool girl. And then at some point, they, like, all flapped. No? Maybe. Someone correct me Maybe if I'm a wrong. a little bit. Okay. But Express has always had business casual. Like, mm-hmm. they still do. Yeah. But it's also, like, here's this dress to go out in. Totally. Like, 
I don't know. It's Their like, store makes no sense. Mo- I used to shop there a lot, but have not in but years. The limited two changed. I'd say it changed my life. It made <laughs> me love fashion. Great. It also destroyed me, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember I had friends in high school who were, like, small, like, and they could, like, really only shop at the limited two because they didn't, like, fit into anything but else. they were and getting like, cool stuff. They were still getting cool stuff. It didn't look like you were dressed like a child. Oh, I also wore, a, like, a graphic. It was just a girl in a car, I think, something stupid, and glitter with this button-up shirt on top of it with a green ring that had flowers in my 2006th grade portrait. Stop it. So <laughs> going to have to dig up a lot of photos. <laughs> Your mom's just got some homework. Um, Okay. So a story that kind of changed my life but is boring as shit when you just, like, say what it is. And it's – I think maybe it was only a Minnesota brand, but maybe not. Pro-X. Do not know this. Photo development. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. It was part of Ritz Camera. I I know Ritz Ritz Camera. Was that a – like a – That's a thing. That's a thing. Okay. So it was, like, film development first and foremost. But then they also had, like, frames and stuff like that. Sounds – boring, right? No, no. Not when you're in high school at the peak of digital of, uh, this is all I of disposable yeah. cameras. So literally, like we had an obscene number of dances, like formal dances in particular. I don't know why. Um, but you would get your disposable camera, right? You would like take, you know, dance the night away, have fun with Still your friends. Doing this, Maybe yeah. I would have two if it was like going to be a hot night. You would the second you woke up, you would wake up. You would it's still have best. bobby pins in your hair from the night before, and you'd like have your sweatpants on. You'd still like look like you were going to go to a dance, and you would go to that one hour photo delivery, and you would like go to Arby's, which was next door, and wait. And my dream life. <laughs> my dream life. And it was always like, do you want glossy or two for ones? Fuck you. I always want two for ones. Obviously, these are no for my friends. No one wants high gloss. No one wants high gloss. And I was just like, you would sit there and you would see all your friends and be like, oh, you know, especially if you were like underage drinking. Sorry, mom. You'd be like, oh, sorry. And like you just wait and wait and wait for your film because you had no idea what any of the photos looked like. It's the best. I oh, My life. I it's recently amazing. put batteries in a camera to discover it had like seven pictures left Perfect. and I don't know what else is on it. Oh my it's God. probably like five years old and I've been taking some here and there and I have a tab open of like where I can go to get it developed yes. and I'm psyched yeah. to do it. Right. Th- that I'm like, feeling... is this expensive hobby a thing I'm going to get back into? Probably. That experience, that hyped like is literally like, huh, like I can <laughs> feel it because you're like, I don't know what's on here. Are some of these great? Do I look cute with my friends? Ah, uh, you, you never do. You never do. You look terrible and like all the photos that we ever post like of any of my high school stuff is from a disposable camera that I got like made at Pro X. Yeah. That's it. One time so happy. Uh we needed a friends and I needed to get a gift for someone. It was kind of last minute. So we got bought a disposable camera and took pictures throughout Target like we were shopping for our friend. Love got this. them developed and then got her a Target gift card at the end. Love. But it was like a photo album of our journey. Hilarious. To just get a gift card. That's amazing. I, I see I love that. It's real creative. But so basically I was reading so they went bankrupt. Weird. But like <laughs> wow. digi- digital photography didn't take the the real nail in the coffin was iPhones. So it was like getting a digital um, camera like took a while to sort of put these places out of business. But then once there were iPhones, people were like, I don't need to do this anymore. But honestly, like those kids, they're really missing out on that experience because there is an app. I was I almost got it. But then I was like, oh, just use this camera that you found. You take it gives you like a roll. Okay. You take 21, 24 photos uh-huh. on your phone, and they will, will not let you see them for an hour. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> what? But, like, how sad, how far have we come that that's what we need? But that 
that feeling is real. Like that, I don't know what's going to be on here. We're practically yelling at each other just about (laughs) About pro-acts. Developing images. (laughs) Okay, what's your next story? Okay. I was 13, probably, walking, walking by a new store that had just appeared out of nowhere, and it smelled like a weird incense. I'm talking about Hot Topic. It was like, you have to be. First of all, you have a necklace. I wore it yesterday. It says Hot Topic in the the original logo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, which is not the same. No. So Hot Topic has been around for a really long time. Interesting. The first store opened in November 1989, Hmm. but we didn't get Hot Topics until the early 2000s. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you have one? Uh... I'm trying to think if that was in the trends on top. I don't think so. I think only it was at the Mall of America because um, it was, like, a bigger store. Maybe we did have one at Southdale. I'll have to look it up. I don't know. I just remember being with my friend Chelsea, and we were walking around the mall. Her mom was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And we were like, hold up. What is this store? We left and went back in because we were just like, what? Because it's like it's set up like you us. enter a dungeon, totally. essentially. Uh-huh. And it's just weird stuff and, like, funny graphic tees that junior high kids love and it really spoke to me at the time. Again, a lot of Blink-182 shirts so for much. junior high me. Uh-huh. And, I mean, I was feeling it. I mean, I'm, I've never been goth. No. But I feel like there's always been a balance with, like, goth stuff in the back and maybe some pop punk emo stuff happening. But now it's kind of transitioned into fandom, which I think it hmm. actually had back then, too. Yeah, I think so, too. But they have a ton of Disney stuff, which is oh. why I keep shopping there. <laughs> And they have, you know, they just yeah. like really focus in on what people like. Like right. they have a lot of Rick and Morty stuff, like uh, all that yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. I think it holds up. It just switched a little bit. I was, as we know, a basic white girl, and it just like was not my aesthetic. Um, but I like appreciated it for what it was. But I did always feel like it was like, oh, that's that like goth store. Like I like was it's judging because it. I I made a note the bags when you left the store the bag was black with red handles. Yes. And the red said hot topic. Like yeah. it looked like you were like, oh, sorry, mom, I'm becoming a goth now. <laughs> like You're I'm hardcore. Don't mess with me. So I have this hot topic bag that I bought at the holding mall. Simpsons shoelaces inside. <laughs> I know. It's like you're so not hardcore at all. Yeah. But, like, it it did a good job of making you think you could be. Yeah. I had a lot uh, – not a lot, but a couple, like, Jack Skellington things. Mm-hmm. But it was the first place really to do that. Yeah. Now it's Nightmare Before Christmas everywhere, and it's right. like, stop. Stop. You're, you're overdoing <laughs> You're it. embarrassing yourself. But I had that. I had, like, those bracelets that people say are, like, sex bracelets, but they're really just rubber bracelets. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a time. It was. And still a thing. Yeah. It survived. So this next door, I was shocked that you didn't have on your thing because I thought it was, like, so omnipresent. What is it? Bath and Body Works. I I put it at the bottom like a maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Cucumber so, melon, art stuff. Let's talk well, about it. Yeah. So I was always a Pearberry kind of girl. I don't even think I know what that, that smells, smells like. like. Pearberry or a country apple. And like everyone was losing their mind over sun-ripened raspberry. Like I feel like I've ingested and like like eaten enough like sun-ripened raspberry in my life. And it was like all lotions and body spray. The occasional like lip balm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lip balm that I like loved. It was like a thick chubby one and I don't think they make it anymore. It's weird I couldn't that find it, it online. kind of a trendy store. I mean it was it's lotions and body wash, yeah. but they made it look like a country home. It was. It was like, like a, a like market. the checkered and the yeah. aprons. Yeah. 
and we were different ages, so art stuff was my thing at Bath and Body Works, uh, which is where I got my roll on glitters, my glitter lotions. Gotcha. I love glitter. Love glitter. You do love a glitter. Um, it was always a good thing if you had like, like a gift exchange, you know, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, here's my twenty five dollar basket. Yeah. But now if you get that, you're like. Thanks. Like, did you even try? Yeah. It's like, and the lotion, none of the stuff was like good, right? It's not like high quality. I don't know. It just like, it was so pungent in terms of smell, but it was always that thing that like my parents would use as a default recommendation to my aunts and uncles that were like, I don't know what to get her. And it'd be like in high school. And it's like, I don't know, get her this lotion. So I would have like 50 of the like <laughs> random lotions or like the, the, body sprays I the do misters still like their antibacterial oh gel yeah because it's always mm-hmm. scented yeah it's not as harsh it's not as harsh um but yeah it was it was just a time they always like employed a lot of my friends at the holiday time because it was like so busy you know because again i can't imagine working in that tiny store no, and smelling with it like all 20 day long. employees oh my god and just breathing so 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 much uh poison what is it like what is the smell of that stuff it's so strong in comparison to things very it's like the body form of yankee candle company you know what i mean it's i like mean putting, aren't they this owned by the same they probably they're are. side by side they weren't right? in my mall they were upstairs no, downstairs no yankee candle is separate they have a candle store that is now next to the bath and body oh, works at my mall smart those people it's, are smart it's too much together it's so, so much smell you know, the headaches you would have oh my god there. absolutely too much smell. But I loved it. It was just like – it was always a place that you would go. You'd stop in because it was cheap. Yeah. That was the thing too. You could afford it and you felt like you were like being cool. cool. Yeah. You weren't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I realized based on most of the stores I picked – oh, I'm saving one for last because I know we both put it on our mm-hmm. list. But there are different phases of my life. Okay. So limited to was like life-changing as a kid. Yeah. Hot Topic, life-changing in junior high, and this one, life-changing as a teen. Okay. So I was very much into Hollister, and I'll say a Paxent, too, kind of the same vibe, Uh huh. over Abercrombie & Fitch. Okay. And I know you're an Abercrombie person. Yes, yeah, I was an Abercrombie person. Not like, it was expensive, yeah. and so like I didn't have a ton of oh, stuff. Oh, one of my favorite outfits of all time was from the kids' Abercrombie in the sixth grade. Amazing. It was just Abercrombie. Mm-hmm. Loved. It's plaid pants. Ooh. Oh, so good. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Hollister was the West Coast-inspired version of Abercrombie & Fitch, yes. owned by the same people. We got, we all got played. Wouldn't you have, like, wouldn't they have, like, a, a live feed video? They have live <laughs> feeds of California beaches. Amazing. They had a touchscreen jukebox that featured bands that I loved. It was, like, Rooney, Phantom Planet, The Thrills, The Strokes. And I even bought my Rooney DVD at Hollister. Oh, my God. It was just peak teen me. Yeah. And I had, I remember I had to get Sandy with a surfer t-shirt. I don't even, that didn't, I don't like surfers. I don't know. No. I had, um, what else? Like a bright orange, like neon orange mini skirt. Oh my God. My favorite cord flares that I have talked about on uh-huh. this podcast. Yeah. Uh, ripped jeans. Yeah. It was, it was a time. Did it, like, inspire you to want to move to Los Angeles? Honestly, it probably is part yeah. of it. Like, all of that, like, those bands and the OC and, like, all of that. I'm sure it has it was just hitting to do you, with it. hitting you real hard yeah. right at the right it time. It just <laughs> affected me. And then Paxson was the same thing, but was, like, a little more skater, surfer. Paxson was also brighter. Yeah. Hollister was, like, you could not see in Hollister. It was, like, shopping in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. Like, yeah. basically what it was. They should be, like, welcome, give you a flashlight. <laughs> 
But I think that was the trick is like yeah. you can't really see you what you're know. buying. You yeah. don't know. You know how shitty this stuff is. Totally. I missed I was just that was like beyond. Oh. And I was the smell. Not there there oh, was the smell. it was like a weird Hollister cologne that I sprayed on the sample and put it in my school agenda book. So I just like had that smell all the time. <laughs> <sighs> what how far away from that Natalie is the Natalie that I know? Like 10%, 20%? Two percent <laughs> mentally or <laughs> meant both. I want both. Um, uh, mentally is probably only like thirty percent. Because I wanted to say I wanted to know that Natalie, but then I was like, maybe I do. <laughs> you you pretty much do. Yeah, I'd say you pretty much do. I don't dress like that anymore. No. but you pretty much. Do. You loving Blink One Eighty Two is just like kind of everything for me. Like, I don't know why. I just love the notion. Wait, was it just Blink-182 or are you into, like, I was some not, 41? I did, like, some 41, but I was never heavy into all of it. Okay. I never got into – I didn't love Newfound Glory. I didn't like Good Charlotte. Like, yeah. I what didn't do, jump what, in. What do we call that, like, genre? Like, pop punk. Okay. Bubblegum punk. Okay. <laughs> love it. Junior high me. Shall we talk about our beloved? Yeah. Which comes before Limited 2 in my – Series of influential stores. So this is like number one. Yeah, this probably. Is it. It, I think it is for me too. Definitely up there in terms of uh, stores that have my money because I feel like this is accessible for all ages. Yes, and I feel like it's also very relatable. It was literally in every single mall. Claire's. I got my ears pierced there. I had my ears pierced. I can't remember. I was trying to count nine to thirteen times. I can't. What? Yeah, in my ears. Well, you might have to count. You can probably still see most of them. I can get I can an see earring. three from here. I have four for sure here, five, six, I think, in this year. Wow. And then I can't remember how many I have in this year. I can't tell. Um, but I got every single one done at Claire's. My first ear piercing, I was eight years old. I was in second grade, so probably the same. Yeah, probably the same. And it was like you had to go in there. You had to go to Claire's every time you went to the mall. It was like there Do was... you remember the shock of getting your ears pierced? Yeah. I remember thinking like it's, it's so fine. loud. Yeah, and then the noise kind of scared me, and I looked at my mom, and my eyes watered, but yes. I didn't fully cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, try getting your tongue pierced, which I had. That's terrifying. Bad Marin was crazy. Bad Marin is your favorite. Um, but when you do get your tongue pierced, because they have to clean it with alcohol, but you can taste it because well, it's your tongue. It's disgusting. <laughs> and then they shove a drill bit, drill bit through your tongue. Wow. It's great. Um, but Claire's was, like, very kid-friendly, but also I got my prom stuff there. Yeah. They had a kid's section. Yes. I always wanted the fake, like, hair ponytails. Oh, yeah. Or the one that would, like, wrap around your existing ponytail that looks like a braid. Also, they always have great holiday stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd want to go in at the beginning of each, like, season just to see, like, what Christmas earrings are coming. I can feel myself spinning the earring displays, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? The ones that turn. And you'd be, like, looking. (laughs) I don't know. And everything was so cheap. Like, everything would turn your ears or your fingers green or, like, whatever. Not everything. But a lot. I don't think it. so because I still wear some of the Claire's earrings. The the I have these earrings that are eyeballs Ooh, yeah. that uh-huh. I still wear all the time, and they're from Claire's when I was in second or third grade. I love that. Maybe it was more the rings than the earrings. I feel like the rings were always like pretty cheap. I was really ri- into rings. Also, as Claire's a kid. I appreciate because they really hopped on like any pop star that yeah. was big at the time. Oh, yeah. So a lot I was of getting stuff. like. My Spice Girl suckers there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my friend Caitlin stole a couple Jonas Brothers pins from there. Perfect. Like, yeah. They always had that stuff. And the girl who worked there always seemed like kind of cool and kind of bored. 
You know what I mean? Like she had that sort of like apathetic yeah. look. But it's and like, then there was a manager that was always too old to too be old. around. Yeah. She and was like, over it. Had a lanyard and it was just like. The Claire's lanyard. Yeah. Iconic piece <laughs> of pop culture. The Claire's lanyard. <laughs> um, it just, it gives me such a warm, fuzzy feeling. And just thinking about how much crap I had from there, but also some quality pieces. And it's just like, it's. A communal experience for probably every girl and likely a lot of boys in this country. Mm -hmm. It's like a real American rallying point. (laughs) And they also did the store icing. Oh, yeah. That was targeted towards, like, older women, but Mm -hmm. still not. It was still very youthful. And they were always, like, next to each other. Yeah. Like, separate them. Just be the same thing. (laughs) Just have – give an old lady section. And then again, the Just Nikki catalog came from Claire's. Changed my life. Changed your life. Is Claire's – they filed for bankruptcy? Yeah. Owie. So Claire's is not doing well anymore. Um, you do have a, a factoid here that Claire's has done more ear piercings than any other retailer. Over 90 million in 25 years. Is that ears or individual piercings? Like, is it 45 million ears? I know. Does this, like, a set count as one? I don't know. Great I don't question. know either. We, show, us your, show us your numbers, Claire's. We I want to see, see graphs. <laughs> The only time you'll ever say that sentence. I want to see graphs. So a couple stores we didn't talk about that I wanted to throw out there. Um, Build-A-Bear oh, yeah. was big for me. I have four of them. Do you? Yeah. I had one. Don't it's know a very fun experience. It is fun. I love that you can record your voice. I haven't done it, but you can record your voice and put it in the stuffed animal. That's terrifying. Kind of terrifying. Also kind of vain. <laughs> to, well, to make it say like a creepy message and then give it to someone. Oh, that's, that's better. crazy. I was thinking People about you that. keeping it, giving it to someone else. And we didn't talk about the gap, which I feel like very important. My entire um, middle school memory just smells like gap dream. I can just smell it. It's really? just like everyone smelled like that. And that was prime time for me because that was like when the Gap commercials were really big. That's what I think. The Gap commercials were more influential than the stores. I agree. I mean, I, mean, I did shop at both Gap, Gap and Gap Kids. They're both amazing, but the commercials were better. Yeah. I am shocked you didn't say the Disney store. When I was little, I thought I called it Disney World. Oh, that's fun. I thought it was Disney World. It was wonderful in I there. still go there every time I'm at the mall. Um, it's wonderful. I need to know what's up. What's new? I had a um, uh, Winnie the Pooh. I had a piglet watch and like the leaves, like a blustery mm-hmm. day. The leaves would like be the seconds. I will say Disney Blast stores it. were cooler in the 90s. Yeah. They had more adult things. Yes. It was like a lot of figurines and like collectibles. But I wonder if Disney upped, like became more of a kid's store when like KB Toys went out of business. Oh, yeah. And there really aren't toy stores at the mall. It's true. So oh, that is like KB. a kid's store now. Totally. Mm. I don't know. R.I.P. the mall? One of our malls. I refuse. We have two malls near us that just got redone. One, the Century City Mall. I haven't been to the one with Italy. Is that the one? That's the Century City Mall. And it's like if you want to redo a mall, holy shit, this mall did it right. And then there's the Beverly Center, which is a beloved mall of mine because they were always shopping there in Beverly Hills 90210. It's garbage. And it's so weird because you have like a Hot Topic and a Louis Vuitton and in the Gucci, same store. Yeah. It's very weird. I never figured it out. I haven't been in since they've been redoing it. And you know what? I might not. Hmm. Don't need to. Although they used to have a Victoria's Secret at the Grove. They don't have one there it's anymore. It's there now. It's only at the Beverly Center. Yep. Ugh, rude. They don't validate parking. Extra rude. 
That's the worst. That's the root. Like, I have that's to pay a dollar. That's the root. And it's the root. I have to pay a dollar to go there. And I'm like, I already didn't want to come here. You're making me <laughs> pay for parking. It's really close to my house, but I just don't want to go. Do you think pop-up shops are a way to keep malls alive? Yeah. I agree. I think you need, like, events now. You know what a lot of malls are They're doing? They're all nostalgic events, though. True. So malls will be dead again in 10 years. 100%. A lot of malls, though, adding gyms. That's smart. Smart. Because you, like, I'm going there twice a week or five times a week or whatever. Like, oh, let me just pick up this belt. You know what I mean? It's like a it's a long tail game. Yeah. But I think it's smart. And it's a good use of space because a lot of these places, a lot of the department stores have closed. Um, and so you have huge spaces. And it's like, what are you going to do with that? Put a in gym. a gym. It makes movie sense. Movie theater. Movie theater. Almost all malls have movie theaters now. Now. Yeah. Um, Southdale has... South, I have not gone to Southdale maybe the last two times I've been home, but now I'm, like, needing to go. There was also a standalone Arby's there, um, not in the food court. I was going to say. Which we'll talk about. Yeah. But it's I love it. It's for next week. It's for next week, but, like, if you know me at all, you know I love an Arby's. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I think it's because of this one. I mean, we talk about it every week on this podcast. Yeah. So, why, Arby's, why aren't you sponsoring us yet? <laughs> Is that our dream sponsor? Yes. Um, Arby's. That would be wonderful. So I would like to know what everyone else's favorite store is where at the mall. Because send us your hot mall outfits. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Please. Yes. Send us that. Tag us in any of your, like, TBTs that have your hot mall outfits. That sounds fun. Um, but just what was your mall experience? Did you have, like, a mall strategy? Did you, like, yeah. go from level to level? We didn't talk about, like, a Sam Goody or a Music Land. Yeah. Those things were important. We didn't talk about Spencer's. You no. know someone out oh. there is throwing something yeah. down. Being Going like, in the dirty section <laughs> and giggling. Also, I remember very vividly the like over the hill section at yeah. Spencer's. And now I'm like kind of approaching 40 and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> someone going to give me black jelly beans? Which I like, but whatever. Wow. Controversial. <laughs> Just throwing things in here at the end. Throwing bombs. Um, so send us your favorite stores. Find us on social. Leave us a review. So we'll talk about maybe some great foods next week. So excited for food. Got really excited for food. <laughs> so until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye.